thank you for joining us today for Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala, prophet, teacher, evangelist to over 64 nations, author, and senior pastor of Kingdom Connection Christian Center. And now let's join Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Welcome to the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. You can listen to Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on the following stations, 670 AM and 1220 AM. You can also listen online on the following websites, 670KLTT.com, 1220KLDC.com, and ctkradio.org. Also, you can connect with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala online on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries and Facebook Live at Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. Subscribe to Bishop Israel Ade Ajala's podcast on Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and receive Get Connected. Contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala via email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737. Now, it's time to hear the word of faith. Here is Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. There is a question that kept coming in my mind that I want to share with you today. And it's a question that Jesus asked Mary and Martha. You know, when they sent for Jesus in John chapter 11, they sent for Jesus that Lazarus, their brother, was sick. And Jesus took some time, he took his time to come. And when he finally came, Lazarus was already dead, already buried four days later. There was a question that Jesus asked Mary, and that is the question that God wants me to ask you today. The Bible says Jesus asked Mary, where have you laid him? Where have you laid him? That question is what kept coming to my mind. Where have you laid your dream? Where have you laid your vision? Where have you laid that relationship? Where have you laid your job? Where have you laid your business? Where have you laid your hope on that child? The Lord said the same power that brought Lazarus back to life is still available today and will bring your vision back to life, will bring your dream back to life, will bring your relationship back to life, will bring your career back to life. Where have you laid him? Jesus has a word for you. Have you ever been in any situation where you feel like giving up? I believe that Lord is sending me to tell you today, don't quit, don't give up, don't let go. God is about to change your story. Don't take no for an answer. Don't take no for an answer. 
Just make sure that whatever you are doing is commanded or is promised according to the word of God. I'm talking about faith and result. Faith and result. Sometimes we walk by faith and it looks as if there is no result. And sometimes we walk by faith, we fasted, we prayed, we do everything that we thought we know how to do. Even we confess the word and it looks as if nothing is changing. I come to ask and come to tell you uh, that one that is saying, I'm going to quit. God said, where did you lay your vision? Where did you lay your hope? Where did you lay your joy? Because God is about to speak a word into that vision. God is about to speak into the situation. They said, come and see. And the Bible says Jesus wept. What makes Jesus weep? What makes him weep is the unbelief of the people. The unbelief. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. If you believe that Jesus truly is who he said he is, and he said, I am the resurrection and the life, why is it that you did not believe me when I say your brother will rise? You see, that is the problem Mary had. That is the problem that we also have today. Sometimes we, in fact, most of the time, we, we, we want to make God to act within the framework of our time. We want God to act within the framework of our 24 hours. But God is an eternal God. He sits in eternity and he operates in eternity. Let me tell you, whatever you are going through before God is not difficult. That's why Jesus wept. He wept because the people did not truly, truly believe him. They agree mentally. It's a mental accent. Mental accent that he is the Lord. Let me show you something. Jesus said, when, when Mary came in John eleven thirty two, 32, Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him. So Mary fell down at Jesus' feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. If you had been here. In other words, if you have been here in our time, if you have been here according to science, if you have been here according to sociology, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, weeping of Mary was a weeping of lack of faith in the person of Christ. She, she, she already thought it was over. She thought there is nothing again that Jesus can do. Do you notice that when Martha came and Martha asked the same question and Jesus answered her, Jesus did not weep. You know, let me go back to it. You no, know, when, 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 when Jesus, Martha came to, to Jesus as Jesus was coming, Martha said in verse 21, Lord Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. The same word that Mary said, and Jesus started to cry. Now watch this. Martha said, but even now I know 
that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Even now, I know. So she, she, she made her faith known. She declared her faith. This was a woman that most people always say she was distracted. She was busy cooking. She was, but do you see what she declared here? She said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Watch this. She demonstrated her faith in the person of Jesus and the Father. Whatever you ask the Father. In other words, I don't believe that my brother's situation is beyond you and your God. You know what Jesus said to her? Your brother will rise again. Your brother will rise again. And, and Martha said, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at, at the last day to which Jesus corrected her. Don't wait until then. I'm about to do something now. I'm about to change your sorrow to dancing now. I'm about to change your circumstance now. Don't wait. I am the resurrection and the life. Watch this. He who believes in me. Faith again. He who believes in me. Though he may die, he shall live. Which means faith can bring that which was dead back to life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Then she, he asked Martha, do you believe this? In other words, where is your faith? Brothers and sisters, I want to announce to you today that God will never give up on you. God will never let you be put to shame. God will never put you down. Martha said, Lord, I believe you are the Christ. You are the son of God who is to come into the world. Do you see what Jesus was asking her? Did you believe in my power? Did you believe in my power? Did you believe in my power? You know what Martha said? I believe in your person. I believe in your person. Which, you know why Jesus didn't rebuke her? If you believe in her, his person, you definitely cannot doubt his power. You cannot believe the person of Christ and doubt his power. If you doubt his power, you don't believe his person. Look at what Martha said. Martha said, you are the Christ, the son of God, who is to come into the world. You can dice it the way you want. That is an absolute confession of faith in the person of Christ. This is the same thing that Peter said. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus says, upon this one that you just said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail over it. Martha declare her faith in the very person of Christ. Look at that. After that, she went to call Mary. And when Mary came, Mary said the same thing except that she was worshiping. Mary said, you know what? Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And then she started to cry. No confession of, the, to, of, of, the, uh, of her faith in the person of Christ. No confession of her faith in the power of Christ. And Jesus was like Mary of all people. Mary of all people. And, and, peop and, and Jesus says, where do you lay him? 
where did you lay him? You know, where have you laid him? Jesus was troubled in the spirit. She was, he was troubled. How can you not have faith in my person and in my power? Listen, if you would just confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you would just confess Jesus as the beginning and the end, if you would just confess Jesus and you would believe his word, if you would believe his word, I don't care how bad circumstance is right now, I come to announce to you there is going to be a resurrection. There is about to be a resurrection for somebody. I hear in my spirit, God said he's healing you. God said he's turning things around for you. God said that child that has been giving you problem, there shall be a rejoicing over that child. Listen, there is nothing you are going through that Jesus has not gone through. Were you rejected? Can I tell you the truth? Jesus was rejected. In Isaiah chapter 53, chapter 53, verse 3, Isaiah saw way ahead and he said, He is despised and rejected by men. He is despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. So Jesus is acquainted with your grief, He's acquainted with rejection. No matter what you are going through, Jesus has gone through it before. And he's here to say to you that this time around is your turn to smile. It's your turn to shout. It's your turn to dance. Every plan that the enemy has had and has put together to make you to be put to shame, those plans are destroyed today in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you what Isaiah also said. Isaiah said, surely... He has borne our griefs. Christ has borne your griefs. That word also means sickness, your malady. He has borne our griefs. Is the Hebrew word hali, and it means sickness. Christ has carried your sickness. He has carried, he has borne your sickness. In other words, he has, he has, he has helped you to carry your sickness. Therefore, I declare Whatever sickness is in your life, whether it is sugar diabetes, whether it is high blood pressure, whether it is depression, whether it is leukemia, whether it is cancer, wherever it is, I come to announce today, the one who has borne your sickness is commanding that sickness to depart from your life today in the mighty name of Jesus. Maybe you are the one that you say, I have, you, you've just suffered major rejection. You hear me? The Lord you serve also uh, is a man that is acquainted with rejection. He was despised and rejected. He is going to bring a new wave of blessing into your life. He's bringing a new wave of love into your life. He's bringing testimony into your life. Now you lay down your vision. God said, go pick it up because life is coming back to it. Go pick that vision up. Don't let it go. Don't, don't, simply because you have failed before doesn't mean you will fail this time. This time God is in it. And this time you will shout. This time you will rejoice. This time you will give testimony. I prophesy it over your life. We will continue after this. Amen. Thank you, Bishop, for that celebratory word in the spirit, faith, and results. We needed to hear that. 
And listeners will be back with more of that powerful word in just a few moments. But first, we want to make these announcements for you. Join us tonight for our March oil change service at 7 p.m. The oil change service is a monthly powerful anointing service with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala, and you do not want to miss it. So be sure and join us here at Kingdom Connection at 7 p.m. This Thursday and every Thursday, our food bank will be in operation with our drive through and walk-up food bank areas from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, you can contact us at 720-859-1737. On Sundays, we are open for services here at KCCC. Our service times are 8.30, 10 o'clock, and 11.30 a.m. And on Wednesdays and Fridays as well at 7 p.m. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora. Colorado. CDC guidelines will be followed for all services. And we continue to invite you to share and blessing people all over the world by giving to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala and make a difference in their lives. Go to adeajala.org and click on donate. All donations are tax deductible. Bishop, that indeed was really a celebratory word. I, I just feel as though it is liberating so many people. And Bishop, you made the, um, the point that uh, normally in the scriptures, when we look at Martha, we look at her as being the busy one, the distracted one. But this time she was right on. Yes. Her faith was on point. Yes. Whereas Mary, the one, the worshiper mm -hmm. that we always saw her, mm -hmm. her faith was not there. And Bishop, sometimes we see ourselves as worshipers. We see ourselves uh, at the feet of Jesus, but yet when it comes to certain areas in our lives, mm. our faith sense seems to not be where it should be. Mm. Bishop, what can we do as believers to have our faith where it needs to be when it needs to be there? Amen. You know, there are many things we can do based on these questions. I'm a question. I want us to first of all realize how faith comes. Faith comes by hearing. So it's a continuous present. If we don't want our faith to fail, we must continue to be hearing the word of God. Sometimes it's good for you to just, not just read alone, but Get that audio Bible, turn it up in your bedroom, and let it be reading to you. It is amazing how much it makes a whole difference when you are hearing it. Now, I'm not saying you should not read it, but faith comes when you hear the word by hearing and hearing. Now, when you are reading, you are hearing too. Because you are hearing it through your eyes and your, your you know. But, but imagine you have your Bible in front of you. 
and you have audio Bible reading along, you are seeing it and you are hearing it. You know, you may not feel any change. How do you, when will you know you have grown in your faith? When challenge of life comes and you are not faltering. You see, the Bible says, where if you run in the day of battle, your strength is small. So how do you develop your faith? By hearing the word. Number two, how do you develop your faith? In, by obeying the word. There is one thing to hear the word. There is another thing to obey the word. You see, I became bolder in laying hands on the sick. When I started initially, I was fearful. Even though the Lord spoke to me, he said, lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. But initially, my flesh is saying, what if they don't get healed? And, and then I heard in my spirit again, what is that to you? I told you, lay hands. Let me do the healing. But you lay hands on them. And I begin to lay hands. And then the next thing I know, people are coming forward to give testimony. To give testimony. To give testimony. I, like I share in church this past Sunday, as I was walking into the church, one of my leaders came to me and says, I'm feeling feverish. Please lay hands on me. I just have this belief. If you lay hands on me, it will disappear. And, and in the lobby right there, as I lay my hands on, 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 on the person, it shook a little bit. And after service, I called. I said, how are you doing? He said, Bishop, immediately you lay hands on me. It disappeared instantly. Now, I, because I obey one step at a time, I became and I become bold to be laying hands on the sick. To be laying hands on the sick. To be laying hands on the sick. I lay, there was a, a person on a wheelchair. As we were doing a meeting, I just lay hands on the person. No power left me that I think of. But the person got up and began to walk. Now watch this. That will embolden your faith. You will become bolder. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. So not only do you hear the word, when you hear the word, faith comes. When you obey the word, faith grows. When you, when you hear the word, faith comes. When you obey the word, faith grows. So you continue to hear the word. But don't just continue hearing the word. Begin to do the word. As you are doing the word, you see the result. Your faith begins to grow. Your faith begins to grow. You will move from weak faith to strong faith to uh, this kind of faith I have not seen before. Because there are levels of faith. You know? But when you stop listening to the word, you have weak faith. And when you don't obey the word and you do the opposite of the word, you have shipwrecked faith. You see, I want you to start by hearing the word because faith must come. If faith is to grow, faith must first come. So when you listen to the word, your faith will come. When you do the word that you listen to, you obey the word, faith begins to grow. Faith begins to grow. Faith begins to grow. You know, when the Lord spoke to me to step out by faith, 
to go and do one, new, one thing or the other for him, I, at this point, I don't even doubt no more. Why? Because my last step of obedience and dependence on God, God has proven to be so faithful that I'm no longer afraid to step out to say it. If God sent me, I'm going to do it regardless of what anybody may say. As long as I know that the Lord said it. And sometimes it's not that you will hear an audible voice. It is while you are studying the word of God that the Lord will put the thing as an impression upon your heart. The Lord spoke to me one day as I was looking at somebody. I have, a fail, I have this sense that I should go bless the person with certain amount of money. So I went and I blessed the person. And the person called me later and he says, Pastor, I was not a bishop then. He said, Pastor, how did you know? How did you know that's exactly what we are praying for? You know what that does to my faith? It makes my faith stronger. So when you do the word, when you obey the word, your faith becomes stronger. When you hear the word, you have faith. Faith is birthed through the word. Faith becomes stronger when you obey the word. I want to, the next thing I want you to know is that you must walk in love if your faith is going to be stronger. When you don't walk in love, you, are, you, are, you, you will go around with weak faith. Weak faith that is weak. So walk in love. Perfect love casts out fear. And fear is the opposite of faith. The opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is fear. And Bible says perfect love casts out fear. If you don't want the enemy to hold you ransom, walk in love. Your faith will work. The Bible says faith walking through love. Faith walking through love. So as we go, I want to pray with you that your faith will not be weak. And whatever it is that is your vision that you have put down, whatever it is that is your burden that you've laid down, God said, I am going to let breath of life to go into them again. You will dream again. You will see vision again. This time, you will not fail. Yes, because there is somebody look, that is hearing me. You are, you, are, you, are, you are at the verge of quitting because you've, you, 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 you failed in one area. But my God is saying to you, where do you lay your vision? Where do you lay that ambition you have? Where did you lay that goal? Go and pick it up, for I am your God. Father, I thank you because you never fail. And I decree and declare over everyone listening to me, any area where they are laid their vision, Lord, just like Lazarus came back to life, I speak as your oracle that such vision is coming back. Lord, the, 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 not just the vision, Lord, the dream is coming back. The career is coming back. The business is coming back. The relationship is coming back. That child that is giving them trouble, Lord, I speak that the child is coming back to know the Lord and the joy that has eluded them is coming back. I cover each one of you with the precious blood of Jesus and I declare that it is well with you until we meet again next week. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adeyajala is a radio ministry of Kingdom Connection Christian Center, the wealthy place where champions are raised. Join Bishop Israel Adeyajala 
and the Kingdom Connection Christian Center Church Family for services on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., Fridays at 7 p.m., and Sundays. For more information, call 720-859-1737 or visit us at kccconline.org. Until next week, thank you for joining us.